Hello and welcome to another episode of the Compile Swift podcast. I'm your host, Peter Whittem. In this podcast, we talk about everything related to Apple platforms and Apple development, including macOS, iOS, iPadOS, watchOS, tvOS, and any other OS they've invented this week. So with that, let's get on with the show. What's up, everybody? This is the episode where, yep, we are going to talk about the September 15th event. It only just recently finished. I got a bunch of notes to go through here, and I have kind of tried to distill it down to things that matter from a developer's perspective, plus a few of the more, you know, obvious things. So first up, uh, Apple Watch. We already knew all the details about WatchOS 7, so nothing to go over there. Uh, we have the new Apple Watch Series 6, of course. There is, uh, interestingly, a new blue and updated gold, graphite, and product red colors. And I gotta say, the product red version looks absolutely stunning, and at least in the pictures. That is very tempting indeed. There's a new sensor in there as well that will measure the blood oxygen level. And I think this is a good thing, right? And this is a good sign. You know, we continue to see with every new version of the watch, uh, new sensors, new health monitoring, and... You know, someone who has health conditions, I think this is this is good news. This is a good trend that we're seeing with these devices. There's also a new brighter display for our outdoors, you know, that always on display. There is a new version as well. And uh, I should say, you know, as with everything, we can't just have one version now. So there is now the Apple Watch SE which is coming in at a lower price. The SE is tagged at 279. And the Apple Watch 6 starts at $399. So, you know, you're, you've got a computer on your wrist and you're kind of paying computer prices at this point. So anyway, that's the Apple Watch. Now, moving on, uh, let's talk about the iPad next. So we saw a revamp in the sort of what I call the standard iPad. So the iPad 8th generation is now going to be available. It's got a 40% faster CPU. There is a two percent, uh, sorry, two times faster on the GPU as well. It starts at 329, and interestingly, it supports the original Apple Pencil, at least as far as I can tell, which is a little weird to me at this point. But okay, and um, interestingly to note here, I think it's got the standard Lightning connector, and that's something important for this next part that I'm going to cover, which is the iPad Air. So we have a new version of the iPad Air. The design matches the Pro, that sort of more square bevel that I really like. And I so badly hope the phone looks like it too. It, it'll be an instant purchase for me if the phone does. But I really like this square bevel on the Pro, so I'm glad to see it on the Air. Uh, interestingly, it's got the USB-C connector, which is why I mentioned the Lightning on the standard 8th generation. So, you know, you've got that USB-C connector now in there on the iPad Air that is slowly starting to appear on other devices, thankfully. It also works with the Magic Keyboard cover, which I think is a smart move from Apple. The one thing that stands out the most, perhaps, other than the connector, is that the Touch ID is now built into the power button, which I just think is, a you know, so fantastic that they can do that now. It just makes so much sense. And, you know, I'd, I'd love to see that come back on the phone and the new phone as well, where you have this touch ID that you can also just use in the power. 
So that's nice. You know, that's, that's a real nice touch, I think. Again, there's the new colors. There's the sky blue, green, and an updated rose color. I kind of wish there was a product red version. Or if there is, I missed it. I think that seeing that in product red as well would just look stunning. But the blue and the green looks good. Kind of prefer the older rose gold, but, you know, not a big deal. Interestingly, it has the A14 chip, which is newer than the one... You know, it's kind of funny, they they basically announced this A14 chip in the iPad before they announced it in the phone. And the reason I mention that is normally we hear about these, you know, the phone is normally the big thing as far as new chips and everything else. So it's kind of an interesting turnabout face this year where the iPad gets to announce that first. The new iPad Air starts at $599. Um, you know, like I say, if you're not using a Pro or you, you know, you, you're not interested in the Pro, the iPad Air, I think, is a really attractive offer now, both in design and features at that price point. Interestingly as well, Apple also announced uh, the new Apple One service that we'd all sort of heard about on the rumor mill. Basically, you get all of Apple's services in, well, they said one simple plan, but of course, it's never that simple. It actually breaks down into three tiers. So let me go over those uh, very quickly. And you have the individual plan, which is $14.95. That's US dollars a month. For that, you get the music, Apple Music, you get TV Plus, Arcade, and 50 gig of iCloud, which, you know, 50 gig, I mean, come on, seriously, Apple, you can afford to give us more space than that. But anyway, there's also a family plan version, which is $19.95 a month for five family members. For that, you get music, TV plus, arcade, and 200 gig of iCloud. Again, you know, come on, Apple, seriously, other people are offering bigger storage space than that. 200 gig for all of the photos that you want us to take on the phones and the videos and everything else, that is not a lot of space. I think you can do better, to be honest. And then finally, where available, there's what they call the Premier Plan, which is basically a family plan. It's $29.95 a month. Now, finally, on that, you get two terabytes of iCloud space. You get the music service, you get TV+, Plus, Arcade, News+, Plus, and then the new Fitness Plus service that they announced today which is kind of taking on, you know, I guess Peloton and, and all those other people with these health uh, fitness services, sorry. So that's interesting. So that's $30 a month. Now, you know, $30 a month is kind of getting up there a bit if you've only got a couple of people and you want to do like a family plan. So, you know, there's that, you know, but it does have the two terabytes of iCloud space. So kudos on that. But again, five people, two terabytes of space. Is that two terabytes each or two terabytes for the family? That would be a question. So uh, let's take a quick break and I'll wrap up the other new stuff uh, when we get back. Time for a break. Break time over. All right. So on top of the hardware announcements, uh, it was also announced that tomorrow, September 16th, we will get the new... Um, iPad OS, iPhone OS, Watch OS, and TV OS versions. Interestingly, no mention as far as I could tell of the Mac OS, you know, the Big Sur Mac OS 11 release. But at least we're getting version 14 of uh, iPad, iPhone, and then of course the new uh, Watch and TV OS as well. Funny little thing though that's happened, and a little bit of, you know, it's never Apple with that controversy, right? 
So they've also made available today the Gold Master, the GM versions, which means developers essentially get 24 hours to test against the GM releases of the OSs before they go live, which I don't know. That's kind of weird to me. I mean, if if there's any last minute breaking changes that they've put in there, even if developers were to scramble and try and get, you know, fix up their apps to be compatible, I seriously can't see them getting to the store, uh, being reviewed and everything else and going live in the store between now and the release of the OSs tomorrow. So I really don't know what's going on there, but... You know, bit of a peculiar move from Apple. It almost feels kind of a bit last minute and like they're doing it because they didn't feel they had too much to really impress us today, which, you know, I kind of would disagree with. I, I feel like there's some impressive new hardware today, so I don't know what the deal is. We also got uh, Xcode 12, a good GM release today as well. But there's kind of an interesting little note on there that I want to read from the Apple's uh, download page for the Xcode 12 GM, and it says this. For development on macOS Big Sur or to support Apple Silicon, continue to use Xcode 12 Beta 6, which is a little weird and kind of suggests that they're rushing this out the the door along to, to firstly meet the GMs and the final releases for the OSs tomorrow, and that it's not quite fully baked for the, you know, the new Mac OS and, of course, the new Apple Silicon, which makes sense, right? Since we're not getting those announced today, they're not going to be available just yet. So, again, it's it's kind of a weird scramble, I feel, to get various parts aligned from Apple this year. And it, I don't know, there seems to be a bit of a trend with them lately where, you know, they're normally just, masters at aligning things to make it sound great as everything gets released in a sensible flow whereas this year it seems kind of like a run to the finish line and everything's not lining up quite right so you know word of caution there on the xcode 12 gm for developers regarding big sur and apple silicon um, it turns out that apparently from what i've been reading on the various twitter accounts and everywhere else um some slack servers and everything else that I belong to, the, there's actually been two releases of the Xcode 12 GM. There was one release that sort of immediately got pulled and a newer one put up. So when you go to download, or if you've already downloaded, make sure you get the following build, and that is the 12A7209 build. Make sure that's the one you've got. And if it isn't, go back and download it again. So that's the announcements for today. Bit of a weird mix, but I feel it's kind of good, right? We didn't, you know, no surprise that no phone was announced. Bit weird that macOS wasn't announced as being final since, you know, the other GMs and final releases are going out tomorrow. So it's kind of an unusual pattern there, but hopefully they'll follow along very quickly indeed. Um, they're probably waiting for the Apple Silicon to be ready, I guess, for the new Mac OS. But, you know, who knows how close they are to that. So anyway, um, that's it. Go to the Apple site, check out, you know, like again, the pricing and the various release dates. But most of the new hardware will be available um, starting to the end of this week to order. Um, you know, go take a look at the details. Check out that new product red watch. It just looks fabulous. 
So with that, that's this episode. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter at CompileSwift or go to CompileSwift.com. You know, there's uh, plenty of stuff to look at there for Swift developers. And I'm sure this stuff will be all over the web for the next couple of days at least. Hopefully we'll get the final Xcode 12 soon enough. That's it. Take care. Speak to you soon. <laughs>